All of us are on our own fitness exercise journey, and that looks different for all of us based upon our, our interests, growing up, the families we are in, whether or not we did sports or did something like drama instead. And as we go through life, weaving our way into it, it really shapes what we do. And then we get into adulthood, right? And and suddenly, you know, the, the sports or the exercise activities or the urge to become, you know, super fit to attract somebody to you, those things can go out the window as you move into being a, a married adult. And so what's been interesting to me is on my journey, when I first started into fitness and exercise, I, I learned from my brother. He was really my role model. And it was a great entry, but not everything was always scientifically based. But I had a very strong drive to be very athletically fit, to perform well in competition. And so I put in a lot of time on my body, a lot of time exercising and getting myself to the place where I wanted to be. Well, that's fantastic until you keep that same mentality when you transition into different phases of life. See, I still had that mentality even into college, even past college, of where, you know, I need to be a top-level athlete and feeling frustrated because the reality is the life path I chose wasn't in line with that, right? See, I went on to develop a career. I spent a massive amount of time in school. I wasn't really on any teams or in any competitions at that point in my life, but I still had this mindset that, I needed to be training like the higher level athletes. And so I got into this cycle of really pushing my body for short periods of time and then having the demands of life kind of swamp and overwhelm me because I've been neglecting them for so long. And so I got into the cycle of being very consistent for about three to four week stints and then having a couple weeks, sometimes up to a month off and then trying to be consistent. And you can imagine how hard it is to make very sustainable progress in that way because that's not how the body works and especially as a, an adult with responsibilities, um, as a husband, responsibilities in my career as a physical therapist, as a homeowner, there's not as much time available for training. There's not as much time available for putting into my body and I quite frankly may not even want to put that amount of time into my fitness. And so I really had to tweak and change what I thought about fitness. I had to go from the side of, yeah, let's go hard, you know, we're, we're going to try to lift as much as we can and maybe get hurt and we're going to try to put as much cardio into our body and maybe be too exhausted for some of the other important things in life. And it was just taxing me, you know, I'd get into this rhythm of, I'll do hard for a while and then fall completely off the wagon and feel very discouraged and down about myself. Now, you might be able to relate that, you know, exercise can be something kind of hard. So what I've done is in this project on a year of wellness for my exercise, I've gone with very much a very minimalist approach. I needed to have my equipment be stuff that I could have at home to use. I needed it to be something simple. And I wanted to follow the American College of Sports Medicine guidelines for adults, mostly for health, which is basically five days of cardio of about 30 minutes, or if it's more intense, 20 minutes. And then also having two days a week to work on strengthening 
all the major muscles of the body. And so, you know, the cardio side is pretty, pretty straightforward. You know, you go out for a run, um, get on the spin bike, go for a walk even. Actually, technically counts under that. Go for a half-hour walk. And so it's very easy to just do. It doesn't take a lot of concentration or thought for me. Now, on the side of exercising all the major muscles of your body, now, this is a bit more complex. There's different movements that need to be done. There's different resistances, um, so on and so forth. And how do you set this up at home if you're trying to be very minimal on equipment or very cost-effective on equipment? And so I think many of us run into the issue of programs need to look complicated or they need to look like really challenging and hard and have all these crazy variations. But the reality is... You know, people who have good, well-developed musculature really just rely upon staple movements. And I would argue and, but there's about seven or eight staple movements of, for resistance training to develop musculature. And so four of those upper body, three lower body, and one kind of a total body exercise. And the cool thing about this is you can scale this up anywhere. And so to kind of break it down into pieces, if we look at the upper body first, we have an upper body push movement where you're pressing something overhead. We have an upper body vertical pull movement where we pull something down to us. We have an upper body horizontal push where we're pushing something away from us. And you could guess it, a pull movement where we're pulling something to us. Now that will cover the majority of muscles for the upper body. Majority. There might be a couple, you know, supplemental exercises to do to make sure your rotator cuff stays healthy, neck stays healthy. But if you're just purely looking at muscle development and good muscular health and strength, you only need those four exercises for the upper body. Now for the lower body, you're looking at basically three different movements. And so we'd call these movements, um, in, in my world as a physical therapist, a hinging movement, a triple extension movement, and a bridge movement. So what do those actually look like? Well, a hinging movement would be something like a deadlift or a Romanian deadlift with a small bend in the knees where you're working on the functional task of, of bending over, picking something up without squatting down. So that would be one of the three primary movements. The other one for a triple extension movements would be some variation of a squat type movement. Triple extension basically means that you start from a bent leg position like this and you extend through the ankle, through the knee, through the hip, and you get triple extension through the leg. Those two alone will get the majority of the muscles fairly well in the lower body. Now, I also include the bridge movement, which, you know, lay on your back, squeeze your butt, lift your hips up, rise up onto your shoulders while you keep your feet on the ground. And the reason I include it is because the research shows that this is basically the number one exercise movement, I should say, not necessarily exercise, but the number one movement for engaging the glutes. As we know, glutes are the biggest freaking muscle in the entire body, and they're also very important for low back, mid back, knee, uh, neck even, health. And so that's why I include that. And then, so that would be our three lower body movements. So triple extension patterns work mostly on the, the quads and the front line of the body. Hinging patterns tend to work more through the hamstrings, back line of the body. And then we have glutes being trained through the bridge movement. Kind of a last movement, which is kind of, I consider it a whole body movement, is a carry movement. So 
either a farmies, farmer's carry or a suitcase carry where you, you pick something up and you walk with it. And I like this because it works the legs, right? But it also works the entire core and the arms, everything together, super functional task for anything that you might be doing. So when it comes to a good fitness program in terms of being making the, the program maybe as small as possible in number of exercises, and you can set all this up with minimal equipment using you know, a, a curtain, not a curtain, sorry, but a, a closet rod, and then also some cinder blocks, and then a place for push-ups. You can do all of this pretty easily just using a combination of your own body weight, cinder blocks, and a closet rod. And so what I'm getting at here is that, you know, that's a pretty simple, there's only eight exercises. There's ways to progress and regress each of those eight exercises or eight primary movements, but it's not 22 movements. I've done some exercise programs where I literally probably have done 40 different exercises in the span of about an hour, but the majority of them are just combinations of those movements, doing one side versus the other, maybe doing some core specific work. And the reason why like a, a core ab specific workout really isn't included into this, this movement series is because when you push something overhead, when you push something, pull something, squat something, your core has to engage, especially if you're loading it adequately with enough weight. So that is the, the foundation of how to put together like a good home resistance program. And like I said, American College of Sports Medicine would recommend twice a week. Now my, I've done this workout program and my program takes about 20 to 30 minutes, including setup and takedown. So it shouldn't be something super exhausting, super taxing on your time, but it should be something that hits everything and helps you maintain your physical health the way you want it to. So thanks for tuning in. I hope that this, this tip helps and you'll see some videos of me doing some of these exercises and workouts in the future. And until then, Stay wealthy and healthy. Catch you later.